0: Everybody. You got the fuck up your butt, mighty No. You don't?
1: No, I, I don't have that shit.
0: What you up okay, boy? <laughs> Nothing. Is it just me and you again? All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Big Beefing. Season one, yeah. episode <laughs> one, something or other.
1: The light's shining right in your fucking forehead.
0: (laughs) I need to scoot back some. It's just funny. Well, um, so we had the uh, baby shower Saturday. You don't say. You and you and uh, our other co-hosts were there. Anything? uh, Anything crazy happened at the shower?
1: Uh, Logan was trying to fight me.
0: Yeah, he was doing this. He was, he was like putting up his dukes. He was like trying to.
1: Yeah, he didn't He didn't know what he was doing.
0: <laughs> he wanted to jab you. That's why I just put just him up and put him on the ground. I mean, shit. I don't know what Kool-Aid he's been drinking.
1: That <laughs> was fun. Um, Nico and Sebastian really didn't, they didn't really say much.
0: Uh, well, they were upstairs playing the whole time. Oh, yeah. Something's
1: going on with Sebastian's hair.
0: Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that was. It looked like mine. <laughs> fucking bizarre.
1: Um, it could be alopecia, which, if that's the case, he's he's too young for alopecia, but, you know,
0: it his mom like- it looked like he had uh, he got uh, like a, a the tailgate of a truck backed over his head, and it was scarred. <laughs> That's what it looked like.
1: I don't I don't think that was it, but all right.
0: <laughs> yeah, he, he uh, yeah, man, he was uh, in the middle of uh, me and Naomi were over there having a conversation, and he just walked straight in, like didn't didn't say nothing, didn't say hey, didn't wait for a pause, just walked straight in, Shane. I need to get that. We Shane, you got that. We and I'm like, Sebastian, <laughs> get it when I'm, when I got a second, give me a second, man. Shit, And then I made a comment underneath my breath about, you know, autism or something. And <laughs> you know, it was like, Shane, and I was like, well, shit, man, he's got it. <laughs> you know, get, get some social cues in.
1: They don't. They don't recognize that. That's what autism is.
0: <laughs> that's why you got to beat it into them.
1: Yeah. Tell me how good that works for you. <laughs>
0: well, let's see like what it
1: he has to say about that you <laughs>
0: He could have waited for a pause or something, but shit, man, is it that important that he gets that fucking weed? Here's what his his <laughs> <laughs> pocket is he wants to take that weed. Okay, so apparently that's their weed. And they have our Wii. And on, <laughs> their, on their Wii, they bought a bunch of old games. That's like five games. That's all they bought. Five old either NES or GameCube games that you could buy on the virtual console. Okay. What did so, they buy? Like five old fucking video games. I can't remember which ones they had. But it wasn't that many. But I guess I mean, when the Wii went out, the, the disk drive went out. Because, you know, they're putting those... They're those fucking disks and they're wrong and dirty they as fuck. Don't
1: take, they don't take care of it. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah. They're kids, but, man. Kids don't do that shit.
0: They brought it over to me to take care of it, to fix it. Well, the fucking, all these damn consoles, when you go to remove that faceplate, that first face plate, most of them are connected to the actual console. That's why they're lit up. They have a wire running into the console. So you can't just pop it off and then be done with it. Like if you pop it off like that, you're going to pull the wire out. Well, that's what happened. I pulled the wire out. So um, I was just like, fuck it. I just put the project aside. Look, just take my Wii. I haven't used the damn thing in forever. Just take mine. And uh, so I let them have my Wii. Well, the problem is they want those games on that old Wii on the new Wii. They want to moved over. And I don't think he knows what the fuck he's doing. I don't think that shit will work. I think you have to download them. I don't think you can just put them on a memory card and move it over.
1: Um, maybe, maybe you could do, yeah, that's what I was going to say, memory card.
0: Well, that's what he's thinking, but I don't think that shit's going to work. So I let him have the fucking console. I was like, look, I've taken the shit apart. It's fucking broken. Um, you know, I ain't had time to put it back together and I really don't want to spend the time to put it back together because it's a piece of shit. And, you know, I'm sorry that you're (laughs) probably all he heard. <laughs> Probably all he heard. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's that damn way, man.
1: <laughs> so that's that's the thing about autism is that they don't. They don't look at those sort of uh, uh, social constructs. They don't see that. That's, to them, it's um, it's not as it's not as important as what they want to do right then and there. So, yeah, you know, it's all prioritizing. I mean, you if you if you were raised, um, you know, in like an orphanage, or if you just didn't have contact with anybody other than like your parents. You'd have you'd have similar um, a similar lack of social skills.
0: The social skills. You ain't got the social skill. <laughs> so, uh, anything else happened? Did uh, you have a conversation with mom or anything like that?
1: Yeah, she talks. She talks to me for a little while. Hang on, I want to. I want to play something. <laughs> Hang on. How did the band shopping well, not that. Hey, what are you? Yeah, stupid ad. You like to you like to reference this movie a lot, so I figured, <laughs> I figured you'd get a kick out of this. Exactly. Are, are you talking about? I don't understand. Exactly the point, my young <laughs> level-headed friend. <laughs> I don't get it. Well, I rest my kids. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, Smart with philosophies and things. Uh, that's why him and me
0: is the songwriting team of our group.
1: Disclaimer, we don't own this. This is uh, a right. blade. Right.
0: You got to turn that off. You got to turn that off. They're going to kick What's the why? They're going to kick the thing off of YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, well, let's uh let's fast forward it.
0: Just do it's it when dolls a- yelling. I know that's what you want to yeah. get. <laughs>
1: I was trying to build up to it.
0: (laughs) Audio said, We ain't got no fucking microphone, Randy. (laughs) We don't need to fucking practice, Randy. (laughs) My God. So what was he trying to tell them in that moment? Was he trying to say, don't take this so seriously? We're just fucking around?
1: No, they, um, so he was, uh, oh, you mean what Doyle was trying to tell the guys? Um, Well, they were just talking about, you know, (sighs) trying to to be serious about lyric writing and trying to be serious about practicing. And he's like, y'all need to just shut up because we're never going to amount to shit. (laughs) <laughs> you know he had that attitude like this is never going to go anywhere we're not yeah. going to do gigs we're just playing in the backyard drinking beer because that's the best way we're going to do that was his attitude right so when they keep on talking about you know rehearsing and getting their shit together he's like fuck y'all
0: <laughs> well i mean he he so what he was a contractor right when he in construction or something Motherf- I think? <laughs> I wonder where he got his inspiration from
1: uh, just some regular country boy you know, yeah, he was in construction, um uh he built homes is what he said, he built people's homes, and he's like, I don't think you understand the type of pressure a man like me under <laughs> well, I
0: wonder what uh I wonder where like uh dwight Yoakum like got his got that character from, I wonder what he was building off of. And probably people that he knows he's a country singer so he's grown
1: up in that um, environment so he's probably met people like that
0: people that are un- <laughs> people that are unreasonably angry
1: well no they're just they're stressed because the job doesn't pay very well and they've got drama going on at work and I bet you he's got a, an ex-girlfriend or something like that there's drama there and um, you know he's got family issues and they don't live off very well off they Pretty sure they're, you know, like right above the poverty line or lower middle class, maybe. And he's just worried about money. He's just worried about, you know, <laughs> not, not having that shit. I mean, he did have a nice truck. If you watch either the extended edition or maybe one of the deleted scenes or whatever, um, they all get in the truck when they're going to go get beer and ice. And his truck's actually kind of nice. It's a diesel.
0: Now, if uh, what was the boy's name? Frank. So if uh, little Frankie wasn't in the picture, how do you think it would have been with her and and Doyle? He would have beat the shit out of her. (laughs) Well, I guess that's that then. Probably. It's a good movie. For all those that haven't figured this out yet, Aaron's playing clips from the movie Sling Blade, the 1996. I I said that. Uh, quote classic film, it didn't do that well when it came out. Um, people remember it from the guy who says, mm, I like them biscuits and taters. Mm-hmm. Some people yeah, call, call it, it a king blade, I call it, it the Kaiser Blade.
1: It's kind of like uh, the big Lebowski, you know, it's i mean, it didn't boy, have it didn't have a huge success, but uh, boy, you can, yeah, you can quote it, you can pretty much say that whole fucking movie if you wanted to,
0: you'll sit there in your <laughs> chair, I guess.
1: <laughs> I reckon. What do you like? That's getting there to eat. <laughs> uh, I like the French fries.
0: You got All any right. on them biscuits? <laughs> I reckon I like them with mustard. Yeah. Coffee
1: makes me mighty nervous when I drink it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: if you don't give you anything, shit? Yeah. So people will probably remember the biscuits and taters, guys.
1: God damn it, Scooter, just get out of here.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's like, you fucking worthless, man. Like, Carl fixed this. Uh, he's like, you just put gas tanks in it, you know, or put gas in the tank.
1: And this, he was, uh, yeah, he came over. He's like, Carl, you mind taking a look at this? Scooter's been trying to fix it for about a couple hours now, and he's stuck. He puts the cap off, and ain't got no gas in it. <laughs> <laughs> and you could tell like the the owner he he wants to be mean. <laughs> he wants to say some mean shit right there. <laughs> but he doesn't. <laughs> That's damn retard outsmarted you. <laughs>
0: damn Carl's a whiz on those small engines.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: so if Carl hadn't have met little Frank, would he still just be out there fucking walking around or Working at the shop and just sleeping in the back. He, he probably, he probably would have killed his dad. Are oh, you thinking?
1: I think what he, he would he went to see his dad and he's like, I studied about killing you a lot because you told me stuff about the Bible and I read the Bible and it ain't in there <laughs> anyway. Oh, gotta turn off the sound because another clip trying to play. I wonder
0: what um, he, I wonder what he told him that wasn't in the Bible. <laughs> Probably. Are
1: we going to do this? Are we going to try to imagine? <laughs> probably
0: some fucked up shit.
1: Yeah, it probably was.
0: My boy, the Bible says retards got to sleep in the shed, in the dirt. You, you don't get no bed. Okay, <laughs> I, I can't get you no
1: bed because God didn't provide it.
0: <laughs> so his mom was banging some teenagers or something, right?
1: Uh, she was banging them on the side, yeah. Um, the dad was... Well, whatever. Uh, The dad was... This is what I find interesting. The dad was Robert Duvall in that movie. And Robert Duvall played the role of a preacher in another movie that got divorced from his wife.
0: The Apostle. Yeah, yeah. He also played a a wife-beater in The Great Santini.
1: I forgot all about that movie.
0: It was a Marine. Yeah, boy. Swing Blade, good movie.
1: Yeah, it's um, it's got that dude that is—I think his wife killed him.
0: Oh yeah, uh, John Ritter. Yeah. I don't know if he got murdered. I know. Uh, no, I think he was had a kid, Star- 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 I was Star- uh, Phil Hartman.
1: Oh, okay. I thought it was Tom Arnold.
0: Tom Arnold's still alive? Fuck. <laughs> Yeah, because he, he was all over the news when that Roseanne controversy broke uh, last year. You remember that? No, I don't. So they brought back the Roseanne TV show, and they called it... Uh, oh, I was just fucking Roseanne. And uh, one night, I guess she was drunk on Ambien, and she said this... Uh, did you pause? Hello? No, I think we lost Aaron, but... Uh, oh, she, Sorry. Um, she, someone tried to call me. Oh, well, Roseanne was like drunk on, uh, amp- or she was drunk and she was using Ambien. And there was some woman that had made a comment about her. And, uh, she said, made a comment, like, I'm not listening to that ape. And she didn't, she met like ape, like a buffoon, like, a, you know, just, you know, a, a thick skulled individual. Well, I come to find out that it was a black woman and, you know, she just didn't take it the right way. And so they fired Roseanne from the show, even though it was a hit. It was their highest rated show uh, because, you know, they brought it back and they brought back the original cast. But they just fired her and said, you're out. And so now you got this show that John Goodman has to lead on his own without her. And how are they going to explain she's gone? Anyways, uh, Tom Arnold was all over the news. He's like, oh, of course, Roseanne's racist. I've been trying to say she's racist for years. So...
1: Well, John Ritter died in surgery. He had uh, a yeah. tear in his border
0: Yeah, I knew it was something medical like that. you think Phil Hartman was the one that got murdered. His wife shot him.
1: Yeah, yeah, shot him with a shotgun. Do you know why?
0: In the club, shooting with Puff, bitch. You must have a mental disease. Um, you want me to play yeah. that song? <laughs> I think she was just crazy, I guess. I think uh, Joe Rogan was real tight with him, and I guess he knows more about it than anybody.
1: Why don't you get him on the show? Joe Rogan? Yeah.
0: What do you think he would fucking say? <laughs> He'd say a lot of shit, man.
1: <laughs> he, uh, he put a post out saying that people should have the, the freedom to explore um, different chemicals in their body. And I was like, he sounds like uh, that one guy, Paul, uh, what was his fucking name? Hang on i got to Google search it. Uncle Paul? No, not our <laughs> Uncle Paul. <laughs> the, uh, the drug lord. Um, Chapo? Ross Ulbricht. He sounded like Ross Ulbricht is what I said on his page. No. Ross Ulbricht. I don't know. Uh, You don't know who he is? No. He founded the Silk Road Marketplace on the dark web, which was an internet stopping point for all kinds of drugs.
0: Yeah, um, Rogan had uh had a mushroom expert on there the other day. Fucking yeah. know, everything there is to know about fucking mushrooms.
1: Yeah. I mean Joe Rogan's got clout, man. He's got a reputation. He can he can get all kinds of people on his show. So I, if you you know, if you were to have him on ours, he would uh bring some prestige to what we got going
0: on. <laughs> I mean, really, how do you think that would go? Just play that in your head. How the fuck would it go? <laughs> it'd go pretty good
1: I, I, I would want to ask him about his Brazilian jiu-jitsu experience he's, a, uh, he's a, like a second or third degree black belt.
0: so the whole show would be us interviewing him you don't think he'd ask us any questions
1: no he'd ask us questions and be fine
0: what kind of shit do you think he'd ask
1: well how long have you guys been doing this what are you guys into um, have you been keeping up with this have you ever tried any of these drugs you definitely bring up drugs what do you think about aliens
0: yeah, I would want to talk to him about aliens because he's... But see, the problem is I listen to his podcast enough to where it's like I kind of know the answer because he talks about it on the podcast. So, well, you know his
1: stance, but the idea is that he gets to know your stance too. Yeah. We you could talk to him about Edward Snowden because Edward Snowden was on the show.
0: I just think he'd be, uh, you know, real critical of our setup, our fucking method.
1: He's not. He's not like that. he's a comedian so he'd be cracking Uh, jokes but
0: yeah cracking jokes and then trying to give us advice which you know it's like yeah (laughs) (laughs) well you remember he had that guy uh that guy that built that fucking that repaired that tesla on his show no so there's this guy that um so Tesla won't let you – they don't have, like, mechanic shops. This is
1: Joe Rogan's show, not our show, just so you all know.
0: Yeah, Tesla – well, of course. Tesla doesn't <laughs> have – they don't have, like, aftermarket repair shops. Like, if it breaks, uh, you got to take it into the dealership, and then they do whatever they do. Um, well, I mean, the dealerships are few and far between, so this guy was like, how h- fucking hard can it be? I'm a smart guy. I'm an engineer. I know how to fix shit. So he took it apart and fixed it himself. So Joe Rogan was pretty impressed by this because, you know, somebody taking, you know, initiative and getting shit done. So he invited the guy on the show. Well, the guy was telling Joe, he was like, yeah, man, you know, it was was hard getting the schedule because I just had this other thing going on. And then um, your show came up at this time that was going to conflict with this other event I had to go to. And my boss was telling me I could pick one or the other, but I couldn't do both. And Joe was like, oh, yeah, man, it sucks. Uh, I'm glad you can make it, though. It's the only time I can fit you in. So he, said, he asked, guys, so what'd you do? And he's like, so I uh, decided to quit. And I'm going to open up my own shop and fix Teslas. And Joe was like, oh, okay, well, good for you, man. He's, like, real supportive of shit. But I'm like, Joe, did you just hear what he fucking said? He quit his job just to be on your show. Like, he's not going to get any money out of this, you know? So...
1: Yeah, it seems to me if you're going to do something like that, you need vendor authority, or they'll take your ass to court for civil suits or something like that. And for I can't imagine, you know, Tesla would just let somebody do that without some sort of involvement. They can't just let you go work on their cars and you broadcast that. I mean, if you do it privately, that's one thing. But if you're trying to do a business with it and there are Tesla cars, and you got to have some sort of agreement there.
0: Well, yeah, to get their parts and shit. But if he's trying to do like workaround or something, he, he probably can.
1: Well, I mean, computer companies do it with their laptops. If you, you know, break into a laptop to fix something, it's like, well, if you avoid this, you void the warranty and all this other shit. Yeah. Same way, same way with phones and all kinds of stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Anyways, I was just like surprised the guy left his job to just go be on this talk show.
1: I think I think I did hear about this. I think you might have told me i I don't know, but it sounds familiar. It sounds like I've heard about this before., well, we going to ever get Daniel and John back on the show?
0: Well, John's on paternity leave right now.
1: We know that that doesn't answer the question <laughs> so uh I submitted an idea to uh d c u unscripted. did you hear about that? No. No, okay. Uh, <laughs> it's um, they're they're trying to get audience input, and um, it's for new TV shows. So I pitched them a couple of ideas, and uh, you know, see how, see if it goes anywhere. Which I don't know if it will, but I at least tried.
0: What I'm of, surprised
1: you about it? What is it? TV show ideas for different uh, TV shows. Uh, mine's gonna be a. Science fiction show. Um, What's the company? DC.
0: DC Comics?
1: The DC television uh, network that does, like, uh, Arrow and all that shit.
0: Oh, well, they were probably just asking for, like, stuff within their universe, like DC Comics becoming no. shows.
1: No, there's there was a website for it. It had all these instructions, and it had all this criteria. I'm surprised you didn't hear about it. I just submitted my, my sh- shit today. Well, today's When's the it? last day to do it. You got like another thirty no, you got like another forty five minutes if you want to get on it.
0: Can you do it over the phone?
1: I did it over the phone, but you can also do it on a computer.
0: Let me pull it up on my phone and see if it's something I can do.
1: Yeah, uh DC unscripted. That's what you gotta search. Uh for all the other creatives out there, if you want to try to, you know, do something with DC Studios, they're they're looking for they're looking for for content, I guess. You know I got to say man I'm I'm really not impressed with what what DC's been putting out cinematically um you know the last movie I really enjoyed that they made was Man of Steel.
0: You know like Joker? other You know like Joker?
1: Well yeah Joker was good but it's it's there's not a continuation there. That was just one piece of the puzzle, you know. So you that just doing another Joker? I would like for more of that character to be played out, yeah. Um but you know they're, they're redoing Batman, uh, so that means they're going to have to do another Justice League. And <clears throat> the guy that they got to play Superman, Henry Cavill, I think he fucking nailed it. And, you know, they had General Zod in the first movie, and, um, you know, he came back to life in the second movie. I thought, you know, you know, Man of Steel was badass. Batman versus Superman, I didn't really care. But... um I said the second movie came comes back to life in the third movie. Anyway, uh, Man of Steel was just an awesome damn movie. I really liked the way it was done. Um, I liked the the comedy in it. It was kind of kind of kind of funny, but not really funny.
0: Did you, you know? read the rules? It says original, non-narrative, unscripted show ideas only. So it's not yeah. they're not wanting stories.
1: Well, I just put my shit out there, but I put another one that wasn't a uh, you know. It was about meeting up with all these other veterans and getting their stories, kind of like what Adam Driver was doing and getting these people back together that hadn't seen each other in a long time. It kind of, the uh, thing that happened with me over in um, D.C. is what inspired me to, to do it. And uh, I saw like, it in like six or seven years.
0: It's more like, that, like uh, YouTube shit. Like it's wanting like uh, streaming stuff or game shows or quizzes or Well, they type- got
1: some. Yeah, they want some of that stuff. But, I mean, just put something out there.
0: You never know. Oh, I know. Always. Or not.
1: Yeah. <laughs> or don't do it. Just do what the fuck you want. <laughs> hey, Roger uh, doing all right? He's not sick, is he?
0: No, he's fine. Well, you were just there
1: uh, Saturday. Well, you said you were going to be late. I thought he might be getting sick again.
0: No. What? Uh, I mean, you were playing with him, right?
1: Yeah. Well... Wasn't really playing with him. I was just trying to keep him from crying.
0: Oh, what was he crying about?
1: Uh, he wanted that hula hoop, and Jackson kept walking off with it. <laughs> he, he would hold it up, like, right next to his head. his is mine, and start walking off. Mine, mine. just saying mine. Over and over again. <laughs> so, no, that's actually not yours. But kids don't understand sharing at that age, so.
0: Sharing and caring. Sharing and staring.
1: You Do a lot of that,
0: yeah. So I was explaining, <laughs> did the, huh? huh? What would you
1: <laughs> say? Did, did did Naomi give you any grief about talking about her on your show?
0: Oh no, uh, I mean she don't listen to this. I was uh, I was talking to um this other lady at work today about um. Have you ever seen that Quinlan Swift movie for a few dollars more? Yeah. So my ringtone on my phone, whenever somebody like sends me a text or something, it's that little pocket watch chime. You know that they duelled over. Yeah. And uh, here I'll play it for you real quick.
1: You don't have to do that.
0: I'm gonna play it right now. So, anyways, I looked up the, uh, the, the uh, you know, just if I was good, I was telling her about the story, and I was like, yeah. So, what, what it's about? Is there's this Mexican gang member, and he wants to rob a bank. And his thing is, before he kills somebody, he has this little pocket watch that plays that chime, and he pulls it out. And when the music's done playing, he kills him. And but he's he's fucked up because the reason why he got that watch, he took it off this woman who he raped, and she killed herself while he was raping her. And so, like, woman, I'm telling, you, like, good God, what kind of movie is this? I'm like, they don't, they don't actually show that; they just tell you that's what happened. And uh, meanwhile, this older guy, Lee Van Cleef, he plays the bounty hunter, and he's looking for this guy. Meanwhile, Clint Eastwood is also looking for him, and there's treasure and all this shit. Well, come to find out at the end, uh, Lee Van Cleef he had a pocket watch that had the same tune. So the girl that he had raped and murdered was the guy was Lee Van Cleef's sister. And, uh, anyways. Pretty pretty neat little story. It's a good movie. Yeah. Um, so told her about that. Oh, I went and got some ice cream today.
1: <laughs> what flavor was
0: it? <laughs> uh, vanilla. But the the cone, uh, the cone was like really sweet. So I was telling people, I was like, it's it's like candy. It's like candy cone, but not the nasty Halloween shit that you get. Andy Cone, you get it? Yeah,
1: damn it, I got it.
0: <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Well, I'll look at the DC. I don't know what kind of idea. What would you do? Uh, you could have like a... Uh, because the they have they have a couple reality shows already on their app. They have one where they like, go to Comic-Con, and they're just, they're just there at Comic-Con. They do that. And then they have another one where they take a panel... Of people like, uh, like Kevin Smith's daughter, she's one of them. Um, they got like the voice of. You remember? Did you watch that show, Freaks and Geeks? Yeah, you remember the kid that was the fan, catriloquist? the no. kid kid with curly hair. Okay, yeah. So there's there's three friends. There's the tall nerdy one, and then there's the mm-hmm. kid with curly hair, and then there's the goofy one. Well, uh, he grew
1: up, and his hair's well. It don't matter. Yeah, I know
0: who you're talking about. Yeah,
1: he's in that meeting, huh? Never mind.
0: Anyways, he uh, he's on there, and then every now and then they'll bring in like a uh, an actor, somebody a well known celeb, or somebody from a TV show, and talk to them about their role in the DC universe. Um, So I mean, what what else could you do? What 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 else could you have? Like you said, reunion stuff. So you get like the cast of Justice League
1: different um because you know being the, the military community i'm really tied into that uh there's people that don't see each other for long periods of time um one of my friends from when i went to iraq you know the last time anybody that i know has heard from him was uh 2012 he got a job at a steel mill in pennsylvania and he just kind of dropped off the map um that one guy that dropped me off at your house and then he drove to california he was um he had glasses. He's from California. It was in your house in Arlington. Okay, you don't remember him. Anyway, he... Um...
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember him.
1: Okay, yeah, it's just getting louder and louder and louder. <laughs> uh, Anyway... I don't think anybody I know has heard from him in the last five or six years. So,
0: oh, uh, I, I got to. Sh- oh, is he okay?
1: No, I don't know. He, he was. He was kind of struggling after Afghanistan. He had a what drinking problem
0: or something like that. Hillary. Hillary. His last name was Hillary. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. He he was struggling, uh, and I tried. You know, I tried to talk with him a few times through Facebook, but he kept going on Facebook and then off Facebook and then on Facebook and then he went off Facebook and haven't heard from him since then. So. Probably. Huh? Drugos. Well, it's possible. The last I heard he was still in the military, so I don't know.
0: Oh, well he maybe wants, he's just been busy.
1: He wants to do 20 years, yeah. Well, I don't know. I got, I think he's trying to distance himself from those memories.
0: No. Yeah. yeah. Well, some people get busy and they, you know. No, I guess what uh if I had to do like a game show, I would say like uh do a uh do a show about people that want to pitch or uh, that want to draw for DC, like an artist competition. Like and have like a behind the scenes, like this is your chance to get published on an issue, and then you just talk about what how they build up to it. Like artists, comic book artists, you know.
1: <laughs> that's uh that's not a bad idea, but I, I maybe they've done that already. I don't know.
0: Well, they usually talk like how it's done. Like, they'll have, like, Jim Lee show you how to draw something or Todd Farland show you how to draw something.
1: Uh, I'm thinking of our tattoo artists. They have competitions.
0: Yeah, something like that, like LA Inc. But not where they're, like, getting in your face and it's like, this sucks. You know, more like, uh, all right, so this is what you got to do and this is the time frame. Think that'd
1: be funny. funny.
0: Where somebody gets like, in your face and like, like, you can't draw right. This is terrible. How could you put this out here? She'd be embarrassed. It's an eighth graders level. Eighth graders can draw better than this.
1: <laughs> put your head on that.
0: <laughs> it's yeah, I, I saw one where they they tattooed uh, Hugh Jackman's face and like one of them just looked bad. And like, that's, that's on somebody's fucking ass for the rest of their life, you know?
1: <laughs> well, there's ways to correct it.
0: I like, uh... Uh, the uh, the only the only show like that I watched wasn't really a competition. I watched the one with that chick, Kat Von D. Oh yeah, but you could tell that that, that a lot of that shit was scripted. You could Most tell. reality
1: shows are scripted
0: because it's it's a lot of forced drama. Like things would just go from zero to sixty in like fucking no time. Uh, one show that was real bad about, about this. No, fuck you. <laughs> so, bad, you remember uh, what was the uh, Gold Star Pawn or whatever? The one from Detroit, the Detroit Pawn Show. Do you remember that?
1: Um, I remember All Star Pawn or whatever the fuck it was called.
0: I can't remember which one, what it was called. But It was a pawn show, and it was in Detroit, and it was this dad and his son and his daughter. And his daughter was like over the jewelry department, and his son was supposed to take over the business. But he didn't really trust him, of course. Anyways, like the people would just come in and just lose their shit. Like they were constantly like they had to have security guards armed to the teeth, you know, always around like they push people out when you could start telling it was scripted because the first season, it was like all local Detroit people going in there raising hell. And you could tell very obviously they were getting the poorest of the poor because they're selling shit like tube TVs. Nobody's going to fucking buy a tube TV. <laughs> You know, or fucking VCR. Like, what the fuck are you doing, man? You take a VCR to the pawn shop, they're not going to give you anything. They might give you a $5 loan that you got to pay back with 20% interest for your fucking VCR. That uh, you gave them. <laughs> like, people, people would get pissed. And But then, like in seasons, like the later seasons, like it was people that you could tell were actors. Like they would be like super nerdy are hippies. you like, no, man, this is oppression, man. Like, just not. And it's like they were walking in there looking to s- start shit. So, I'm sure scripted.
1: Yeah, it sounds about right. Um, so, a friend of mine, we were over here talking um, a couple weeks ago, and he said something that one of his friends was telling him about. He's like, yeah, I just started adding uh, videos to all these different porn channels. And instead of it actually being porn, it's what the title says it is. So it's like stepmom helps stepson with laundry, and it's just a stepmom doing his laundry.
0: <laughs> and what's that for? What What's he pitching that for?
1: He's putting it on these different porn sites and instead of it actually being porn.
0: <laughs> Have any of them went up?
1: <laughs>
0: Do what? Have any of them went up?
1: yeah. <laughs> He's uploaded like 20 videos of his of his stepmom or uh, people of his family just doing shit, and he he leads, he leads puts that title on there that you would expect to see in, in, on a porn channel. <laughs>
0: what, what are people saying when they watch it?
1: It's genius.
0: <laughs> Nobody's giving it like down ratings or nothing?
1: Well, I'm pretty sure they will eventually, but it's like it's, he's riding the wave right now. Everybody's like, this is great. <laughs> I came here for porn, but I'm not getting any of that. <laughs>
0: Oh, well, we we already did our episode where we reviewed porn comments.
1: Yeah, that, I felt unclean after that shit, man.
0: <laughs> well, that we, shit didn't, we didn't. even really do that deep of a dive. We kind of just scratched the surface.
1: And I don't think I want to dive that deep because after that, that one dude said the whore was fat. I was like, I can't, I can't keep doing this. We're <laughs> gonna start getting bad. Uh, you you said one about like fucking. Ass cheeks
0: and <laughs> it was getting to the point where, like, they were uh, we were starting to look at like the dis- disabled disabilities and just all kinds of like midgets, tentacle kinds-
1: form. But
0: no, you go down a dark hole and you never come out.
1: No, you don't. You end up like Quagmire on Family Guy, where his arms like twice the size it should be.
0: <laughs> all right,
1: giggity, giggity.
0: I had a guy that used to, I used to see at work, and he'd always say, all right, and he killed himself. Fuck. So I've, I've, worked was, with, I've worked with a lot of people that kill themselves. Alcoholism is a long, dark tunnel.
1: Yeah, I know a guy that um, he got himself in a bad way. He uh, He had been in an accident where he, like, melted half his eye, you know. And he's just spent his weekends drinking because his military career was over. He was about to get stepped out because of the, the accident and everything that he was trying to do with his military career was in the toilet now. So all he did was drink. And after one weekend of bench drinking, he's like, dude, I've got a problem because I spent the last two hours talking to my dead uncle. <laughs> yeah. I need to stop.
0: When I was there. I
1: and he's, there's no reason I'm talking to him, but I'm talking to him.
0: I had this guy that come in a few times and uh real nice guy. It was always kind of funny and stuff. We'd always be, you know, BSing around. And uh, I had to go out and check his car to make sure he had the machine on there, you know, the breathalyzer. And, uh, or if he didn't have a breathalyzer to see who picked him up or who was taking him. So I go outside and it was like, I'm walking up there. I'm like, hey, man, I got to go check your ride. And we're standing there at the door and he's like, oh, well, I got to admit something to you. And I'm like, what? And he's like, oh, I drove my own car up here. And I'm like, well, do you have a machine? And he said, No. And I'm like, All right, man. Well, we gotta go back inside and talk. He's like, No, 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 man. I'm just playing my ride's right here. And his wife was there and she picked him up. And he's just, you know, he was laughing. He was just trying to pull the fast one on me, trying to be funny. And I was like, Well, man, I'm glad you're just joking around because this was about to go south real quick. And he's like, No, man, I wouldn't do that. Next day, that girl comes in and she says, Hey. Uh, you're so-and-so's officer, right? And I'm like, yeah. And she said, he hung himself last night. That was it. They just had a newborn kid and everything.
1: Probably because he was wanting to drink, and he's like, well, if I drink, I'm not going to stop drinking, so I'm just going to die.
0: <laughs> I had that one. I had another guy that uh, lost everything he had, and he lost his job. His wife left him. He lost his house, moved into a trailer, lost a trailer, moved into an apartment. And then uh, everybody was taking money from him, and he was drunk all the time, so he didn't know what the fuck was going on. And Jesus. one night one night, he just uh, walked in across uh, four lanes of traffic. Smash. Hitting dead. I had one guy that was actually an author. He wrote a book. And, oh, yeah? Uh, he, didn't, he didn't commit suicide, though. I mean, well, he kind of did by drinking. Like, he's psoriasis of the liver. Killed him. But, uh, um, yeah, yeah, I had one dude that was like the he was the poster child of this drug treatment program in Dallas. You know, they did articles about him, news reports, and then one day, I get a call from an Arlington p d detective said so they found him with a needle in his arm and shot up on heroin yeah i've I've
1: heard a lot of horror stories about how powerful heroin is because you know people don't typically overdose on meth, right. But it, it is hard to quit. With heroin, they, they do overdose, and they overdose a lot. There were what? guys that came through the treatment center I worked at. There were guys that came through there, and, you know, I want to say of the four that I heard about that killed themselves, three of them were for a heroin overdose.
0: Yeah, it's bad shit, man. Bad <laughs> voodoo. So, uh, we gotta get working on this fucking crybaby Creek movie. Who's we, <laughs> we gotta get this fucking thing in the can, man. got to get some planning done
1: i I don't know what you're fucking waiting on, just like you don't ever bring special guests on. You're not working on the format for the new show you're <laughs> what are you doing?
0: <laughs> Raising a child um. Yeah, I guess what we need to do is uh, we got the script. I need to make sure I got all the cast members. And then we just need to plan a date and just get it done. <laughs> well, Lexi said she was in on it, so. That's good. Hopefully shit don't change between now and then. Uh, yeah. Think- did you hear about her dad and their mom? Uh-oh. They got divorced. Damn it. Mom left. Her mom left him for a woman. Shanna? Yeah. She, seen, she joined the other me. What? She joined the other team.
1: When did this happen?
0: Uh, about a month or two ago.
1: Yeah, I, I kind of get the feeling that some stuff's been going on between the two of them for a long time because... She stopped showing up around family gatherings, and um, he didn't really talk to us about her. Uh, Maybe he talked to his brother and sister about her, but he didn't really tell us what was going on. That's a shame, man. I've always, I don't know, I've always thought they were a good family.
0: Oh, they waited until the kids were out of the house.
1: Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. At least they did that.
0: Looking for love in all the wrong places.
1: It's, yeah it fuck man it sucks i mean and you know what there was a side of them that i didn't find out about until i went to new york because there was this guy that was in the acting troupe we were a part of and he knows more about our cousin daniel than than either of us he's known him for freaking 15 something years his family knows him um it, his name's irvin and uh yeah irvin was telling me things about Daniel. I was like how do you fucking know all this shit he's like cuz we're we're close God damn it, we're first cousins And I don't know any of this stuff
0: <laughs> What was it he was saying that he knew?
1: Uh, about things that he does Outside of work um, What's been going on with his life Stuff going on with his kids Like his, uh, his youngest daughter, McKenna She uh, went off with her boyfriend And they're living together And I was like, man, I didn't think Daniel was ever going to let that fly But he's apparently cool with it And
0: You don't, you don't look at Facebook?
1: I don't look at their shit, no
0: Oh well you'd know all that stuff if you looked at his Facebook. Oh yeah. <laughs> Man, uh, you may not remember this, but one summer we went to the uh the local pool there in Corsicana by Jester Park. You remember that little pool? The pool. Do you remember?
1: I shook my fucking head. Yes, man.
0: <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't an emphatic. Yes. It was like, uh, whatever. Just tell the fucking story. That's what the head yeah. looked like. That
1: was it. That was exactly it. Just tell the do, damn
0: you, story. Do you remember the pool, the city pool in the can.
1: Yeah. I remember the city pool. All
0: right. So there was one summer where, uh, mom was dropping us off there a couple times, you know, while she was working. So we'd be there all fucking day. And, uh, yeah. well, we were there one time and, uh, I recognized this girl, and it was uh, it was Hope. And I was like, oh, hey, it's her cousin. And she said, hey, and we played for a little bit. And then, like, this other group of girls walked in, and they were, you know, a little bit older than me. So they were in – I was in high school at the time, so you could tell they were, like, seniors. I was, like, a freshman. And uh, it was Cindy, and it was, like, her, I guess her entourage, her friends. And they all had, like, sunglasses on, their bathing suits. And I walk up, and I'm like, hey, Cindy. She totally didn't act – didn't say hi, didn't look at me, didn't act like she knew who the fuck I was. I was like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> You're cramping uh, her style, dude. <laughs> this random boy
1: coming up talking to her.
0: <laughs> I mean, fuck, man. Well, I mean, the tides have turned. And now, I mean, you know, she probably wouldn't, doesn't even remember it, doesn't know it, but I fucking remember it. And, uh, you but we, remember
1: everything that happens as a mark against you, man. You don't let shit go. <laughs>
0: uh, you know, she invited me to her daughter's birthday, so as far as I'm concerned, it's water under the bridge, but fuck, man. could have. No, at least...
1: it's not exactly. It's not water under the bridge. <laughs> I,
0: I, don't, I don't understand what, what, what was what was wrong? What was what was wrong with what I was doing?
1: It sounds like you need to ask her that. Why don't you get her on the show? We're
0: going to fucking remember it. That's a, like a blip in her radar. That's like if I, uh, you know, talked about a time I popped a pimple or something. She's not going to fucking remember, you know?
1: You, yeah, whatever.
0: <laughs> she's not going to remember that shit.
1: <laughs>
0: Maybe she didn't know who I was. I don't know.
1: No, she is going to remember it because she's going to be embarrassed that all her girlfriends saw this strange guy come and talk to her that they didn't know.
0: What's wrong with me? How am I strange?
1: They didn't, they didn't know you. That's what makes you strange. They didn't know who you were.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I identified myself. Hey, well, cuz. did
1: you say I'm your cousin, Shane? Or I, did you just I say, just, hey, it's me, Shane? <laughs> I
0: just said, hey, cuz,
1: what's up? Did she look at you like that? <laughs> So that's what it is. That, that knee jerk response, like, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> what?
0: I mean, what? Was she, did she run the place? Or was it her fucking pool? Did she own the city pool? I mean, we were all swimming in the same shitty water. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I, mean, I pissed in the water. In my What's the fucking problem? You made
1: it a point to go pee in that water too. It's like she's about to get in this motherfucker. I'm gonna piss in it.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I could be remembering wrong. Maybe she did say hi at some point. But I just remember that look when when I said, "Hey, cuz," and I was like, "Man, fuck you, man!" Shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. I um, I come back from from. Uh, my military training and I was meeting the family and, you know, I'm wearing my uniform and shit. And, um, I think maybe when I went over to Daniel's house, two of the people there talked to me the whole time I was there. It's like, okay, I guess I'm going to get the fuck out of (laughs) here.
0: Man. When I had the ability to drive, like when I first got my car and they were having family events and shit, it was always playing dominoes, sitting around, watching sports, drinking and being loud. And I was like, this not what I <laughs> fucking do, man. I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna go hang out with my family to watch sports and get drunk like that. <laughs> like if it was like a late night thing and we were getting hammered, but like, cause I took uh me and Dwayne jo- for my bachelor's party. You know, Dwayne and Jacob went out with us, and I was fucking acting crazy that night. But um, you know, I don't know. I don't know, boy. When Jacob asked me one time. He's like, "Why, why are you leaving already?" And I'm like, "What the fuck am I going to do here? What do I have to fucking do here? What am I going to do? <laughs> like, I could go home, play a video game, watch a TV show, you know, get on the internet. What the fuck am I going to do sitting here talking to y'all? What I should have been doing, I should have got asked to drive to go watch that uh, Rage Against the Machine concert at uh, Woodstock. That's what I sh- should have did. It's one of the yeah, biggest regrets." It's not going to
1: that. You should have went, man, because they didn't. They stopped touring, and but do you have a chance now? Because they're going to come back and tour. They're reuniting.
0: Yeah, the same. We're all old now. Back then it was, you know, I was young. I've just been able to drive. It's exciting,
1: it was like, <laughs> and now you're tired all the time.
0: <laughs> it wouldn't be the same, man. Your back hurts. You don't want to go in there and stand in the hot pavilion. <laughs> I well, I just don't I don't like concerts. They're loud as fuck, you can't hear shit. You know. <laughs> Anyways. Those days are all gone, boy. Nothing you can do about it. Yeah, we've all
1: grown up and then they they've all had kids and now their kids have kids and I'll yeah. do
0: that Napoleon Dynamite and get that time
1: machine. <laughs> Turn it off. Turn it off. <laughs> God, piece of crap. doesn't work. I could have told you that. <laughs> of course, Rico had to fucking do it. He was in love with the 1980s.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Yep. Yeah. Good old days. So, uh, anyways, man, uh, I forgot. Oh, I watched this documentary about uh, uh, the Chinese. Uh,
1: I saw it in your Facebook post.
0: Yeah, one family, one child. And this fucking woman was like, "Yeah, I committed uh, fifty thousand to sixty thousand abortions," and it's like, "Shit, man!" And uh, they were showing this this artist. He was talking about, and he was like, "You know, everybody was drinking the Kool Aid and." You know, they didn't fucking care about anybody. And he actually, I've never heard Chinese, like, say fuck. So, I know, I guess I know. Anyways, um, and he was pissed about it. Well, what he did was he went to dumps, he went to trash landfills, And he found embryos, like, in yellow sacks. They were in medical waste bags just laying there out in the open. So, he took photos of them. And then he he drew, he did drawings of the photos. And then, like, I can't remember what it was that he was, what, some kind of government document or something, and he, he put it the fetus up, like, on every part of the document and everything just to show, like, all the babies that he had seen did, that died, that they threw away, just threw in the trash. Yeah. Um It's pretty fucking bad, man. It's fucked up.
1: Yeah, Fuck yeah.
0: The, fucking liberal socialists don't understand the fucking path they're going on. Like, these people, a lot of people they were interviewing, some of the old fucks, like not the old, old fucks, but like the middle, like the boomer generation, they were still drinking the Kool-Aid. They were like, yeah, it's how it's supposed to be. We had to do it to save resources. It helped China out like this. We had to do it this way. When the younger people are like, but you were killing kids, you know, that doesn't seem wrong to you. And you're sterilizing people. They sterilized like hundreds of thousands of people just sterilized them. 10 minute procedure that they would, they'd had these midwives just cutting these women. And, uh, you know just bizarre shit and you you get to that from a point like it doesn't you just don't start off and be like hey uh, no more fucking kids y'all like you build up to that and if the government has that kind of authority then you're kind of fucked
1: well it's um it's something that they have to <coughs> hang on excuse me it's something that they have to deal with because they don't have a landmass like the US they have severe population issues there, just like India has it. And I, I'm, I don't like that they do what they do, but you, you have to wonder what their alternatives are.
0: Well, they stopped it now. It was only for uh, twenty years, from 1980 to 2015.
1: Only twenty years. God dang, man.
0: Well, twenty five years. So, well, I, I,
1: I, abortion has, you know, always been um, a subject that. Repulses me. It's it's uh, when I look at it, I'm kind of like you. You know, if if there's a medical reason for the abortion, then I understand. You know, I think there's a purpose for that. You save the life life of the child or the life of the mom, um, specifically the mom, because you know you don't save the child's life by aborting. Anyway, um, if you abort the pregnancy to save the mom, I get that. The mom can always have more kids, um, or you know, the husband doesn't want to live without the mom or whatever. Uh, but if you're just doing it because it's like this is a financial burden or an inconvenience, um, to me that's just not good enough. That's just not a good enough excuse. Especially when yeah, I've seen videos and I've seen uh, documentation and seen reports of how they do abortions. They rip those babies to fucking pieces when they're formed. You know, if it's not formed and it's just you know the amniotic fluid and the the parts, they suck that shit out like a vacuum. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's pretty it's pretty fucking disturbing, but you know uh, and then you got to be on the clinical side of it and say with those stem cells and with the things that we get from abortion we're able to do all these other things and um it's helping us you know keep the uh population curtailed so that we're not overpopulating because people just don't fucking practice you know contraception for whatever reason um and we have too many fucking kids so you know, what, what, side, what side do you get on? Do I want the planet to last? Or do I want people to not kill babies? What, what's it going to be? I mean...
0: There's more planets. Think. We could just go to another planet.
1: Yeah. Not, are, have we done that yet? That's not going to happen any fucking time soon.
0: Went to the moon.
1: Okay. A planetoid. Not a planet. An orbiting satellite.
0: If My you will. My thing as you know, everybody's all these government programs, big government. Well, and there's this fucking show. They were talking about how,
1: families, Oh, that's your angle. That's
0: your angle. I see. And villages would have these little, they had these little placards like by their house number and yeah. it had stars on it. And if you were a good productive citizen, you got so many stars to so, like having one child, got you a star working, gets you a star. Like all this kind of shit would get you stars. And then like people sounds, were, like a, sounds like a meritocracy. Yeah, but it's communism. Like you're doing it for you're doing what the government tells you to do.
1: If it's for the public interest, is it really that bad?
0: Well, th- who decides what the public interest is?
1: Well, if it's not going down in the shithole yet, then I I think they're doing an alright job.
0: <laughs> well, if you lived in China and you saw the documentary outside, say, you'd say it went down the fucking shithole. <laughs>
1: yeah it's it's really not that good out there they're fucking riding and pollution's bad and yeah it's 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 not a good situation there um
0: all right boy, not, we've, we've hit our mark
1: he's just gonna <laughs> cut me off all right yeah,
0: <laughs> Time to wrap yeah we're done.
1: you're not even paying attention anyway <laughs>
0: At big beefing Beefin', Twitter Facebook Instagram, all of the above we're gonna start working on our movie for real <laughs>
1: Froggy fresh
0: <laughs> money, money
1: makes a fight.
0: Christmas. I
1: am the baddest of them. Oh, you, you gotta get that song.
0: We gotta get rights to that song so we can play that. Shit. If you ain't got money, if I was ever like a pro wrestler or into like some kind of martial arts, that would be my theme music walking in. Like that I'd would have... be
1: your intro song for AEW. You'd be yeah. running up to the the stage. I uh, am. The you want
0: to you want to go to AEW with me on uh, December the 11th?
1: Um, uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe
0: it's fifty bucks.
1: I can I can get that together, but I don't know what I'm going to be doing.
0: Well, just you're watching the show.
1: No, I mean, I don't know what I'm going to be doing here. Like I'm I'm supposed to be leaving town, but I I forgot that I was supposed to be somewhere on Thursday, and I'm going to have to cancel that. But I'm at least gonna have to come back on Friday because I gotta be here on Friday to help the Thanksgiving setup at the Veterans One stop so that all these other people can eat. All right. We got
0: right. Southeast Third. Check him out on his podcast. And we'll uh we'll do this again.
1: I, I won't be available Wednesday.
0: All right. Good night, everybody. <laughs>